Hello, hello, hello. What is going on? It is Ashley Gillen. You can also call me hashtag going Gillen. And we are here on the actual real life human podcast. So we are going to talk about uh, discerning the difference between the Judases in your life and the Peters in your life. So going to get a little bit biblical on you guys tonight. Um, also, though, going to just basically keep it real on uh, the kinds of people that you are hanging out with and uh, how to tell the difference between a friend that's having a bad day and a friend that has a bad heart. So this is episode number 44. I hope you all enjoy it. If you do, please do share it, screenshot it, send it out to your Instagram stories, tag me at goinggillen and uh, leave a review wherever you get your podcast. So I love you guys. Um, Like I said, thank you guys so, so much. I really do appreciate you. And I hope you enjoyed this episode of the show. We are going to be talking about being able to discern the difference between your Judas and your Peter. Okay, so basically what I'm going to do is I'm going to tell you guys the story of Judas, the story of Peter, each of them kind of separately. And I'm going to talk about what I feel like. And this is just me literally just how I feel. Okay. So I'm not, this may or may not be biblical. I'm certainly not, you know, my, I don't have my Bible out in front of me, so I'm not preaching at you guys. I am definitely not a theologian. Um, you know, there may be some stuff that's completely off track of what actually happened in the Bible, but this is, it's my Facebook. So I'm going to tell my story. So if I, if I get it wrong, like you guys can let me know, that's totally fine. But again, let me just be clear, right? It's not my intention to come on here and, uh, tell you guys a Bible story. Okay. So the quote that I read that really like struck with me, it says, be able to discern your Judas from your Peter. Peter had a bad day. Judas had a bad heart. Okay. Like, whoa, how many, first of all, without me even having to tell you guys the story of Peter or of Judas can relate to that. Like there are definitely days that I'm not so wonderful, that I'm not so perfect, that I F up in some pretty big ways. Like th my F ups are much smaller now than they were not that long ago. But if you guys saw my post, I made a couple hours ago, I guess my F ups in those days were much, much larger than they are now, but I still make mistakes. Right. So it's, it's, this is such a cool quote. I don't know who this quote is from. I saw it on like a little meme thing and it didn't like say who said it. So, um, but yeah, being able to discern your Judas from your Peter. Peter had a bad day. Judas had a bad heart. Like the difference between those two, you guys, is mind blowing to me. Hopefully that is already like providing you with some value. So if you are watching the replay and you do get value from this, definitely do share it. It's a little guy down at the bottom of your screen and you just, uh, oh no, I did not share this to my mother-in-law. Thank you so much, Lindsay Murphy. Let me do that now. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you. Thanks friend. Um, I did now. Thank you. Um, 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 one more thing I wanted to see. Oh yeah. She's not green. She's not online. Thank you very much, Lindsay. Okay. Um, so, oh yeah. If you are on Facebook and you want to share this, you're catching the replay. It's the little guy at the bottom with the arrow coming off of him. Share it. I would appreciate it. It makes you more attractive. And if you're listening to the podcast and want to share this, you can just screenshot where we are right now, or you can screenshot wherever you're getting the most amount of value. So your friends can find like if at minute nine, I start really like spitting some fire, screenshot it at minute nine, share it into your Instagram stories, tag me at going Gilland. I would definitely appreciate that. Hello, Nancy Parks Brown. So Peter had a bad day. Judas had a bad heart. Okay. So what are we supposed to do with that information? Yes, we absolutely know that there are people who are bad. We know that there are people who mess up, right? We're all humans. Nobody's perfect. Blah, blah, blah. We hear that all the time. Oh, everybody's human. Nobody's perfect. And sometimes people use that as an excuse to be shitty humans. Like sometimes people will just be like, well, nobody's perfect. And I'm like, yeah, but you could try a little bit harder. <laughs> like, I agree with you. Nobody is perfect, but I feel like you are taking full advantage of your ability to be far from perfect. Like maybe you could try a little bit harder to be perfect. 
years. Okay. Okay. Um, but what is, what are we supposed to take from this? Yes. Obviously, Ashley, there are bad people. Got it. There are Judases in the world. And yes, Ashley, there are friends like Peter that will mess up. Got it. I hear you. Right. Cool. Okay. The important part here though, is being able to discern the difference between the two, because these people, oh yeah, Lindsay, facts. These people will show up in your life and it's your responsibility, right? You allow, you tell people how to treat you. You allow people to treat you one way or the other, right? So if you continuously run into Judas's, which we'll talk about who those people are here in just a second, you might want to check yourself. Like you might have something might be off with your radar, right? Your Judas dar <laughs> might be broken, right? Um, you might be too trusting or, you know, whatever it is that, that keeps bringing these crap people into your lives. But let's talk about how we can tell the difference in the two. Okay. What is the difference in a Peter who had a bad day and a Judas who had a bad heart? Okay. So for those of you who don't know the story of Peter, I'm going to start there. I'll tell it super quickly. Again, my intention is not to uh, tell you guys a Bible story. So if you want to read the story of Peter, just you can Google like, you know, the, the story of Peter in the Bible and you will find, you know, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, all the different places where the story of Peter is told. Um, the Bible will obviously tell the story better to you than I will ever be able to. But for those of you who don't know, let me just summarize, right? So Peter and Judas both play important roles in the days leading up to the hours leading up to the crucifixion of Christ. So Take it back a step farther for those of you who don't know the story of the crucifixion of Christ, right? Christianity believes that Jesus, right, the Messiah came to earth and then later was crucified on a cross to save us all from our sins, right? So that we could all have forgiveness so that we could all live an eternal life with God in heaven. Okay, so that's the story. So Peter, we'll start, like I said, we're going to start with Peter. Okay, so Jesus tells Peter, hey, bro, like you're going to deny me three times. I know that you think, right, that you are my best homie. Let me scoot this over so I can make sure to see if my podcast goes out. I know you think that you are my best homie, right? That you are my ride or die. I know that you think that and you really truly have been, but I'm, I'm going to tell you that you will deny me three times before all of this is said and done before I am crucified, right? Leading up to these moments, you will deny me three times. And Peter is like, heck no, there is no way I could do that to you. You are my bae, my boo, my bestie. I could never deny you ever you know me, Jesus, you know me, we're like this, right? We're like best homies. I could never do that to you. Okay. And Jesus is like, hello, Manny. Jesus is like, yeah, yeah, bro. You're going to like, this is going to happen. Okay. So then, uh, guess what happens? Um, as there, as Jesus is, I don't know, they're in a crowd of people. I don't know really if Jesus is walking, how far away we are from Jesus being on the cross. Right. But, um, they're in a crowd of people and maybe, um, Jesus is going from see there's something and three people kind of in the crowd, right, call out at Peter and say, that guy right there, like, see that dude over there in the red hat? Like, he's with Jesus. Like, he's one of the disciples. And Peter's like, me? Nah, nah, you have me confused with somebody else. Like, I get that all the time. We kind of look the same, right? And then the second person, hey, see that guy over there in the red hat? Like, that's Peter. Like, he's one of Jesus' disciples. Like, they go way back. They've been homies since, like, grade school, right? And Peter is like, no, 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 no. I've never, no. That guy, we are not. Like, I'm just here with all you. Like, I just came to see the show. We're not friends, right? And then a slave girl, I believe, is the third, or not a slave girl, a, a small girl in, like, the crowd of people. I don't know why I said slave girl. Maybe it is a servant girl. Anyways, a small girl, maybe it's the, the other word that starts with an S, which is just small um, girl in the crowd is like, mom, mom, look, 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 like that's Peter. Like I saw them the other day, like hanging out, like they went to the diner together and like have breakfast and stuff. Like they drink coffee, you know, at the shop, like at the coffee shop, that's Jesus's homie. Like that's Peter. They're friends. And, um, 
Peter is like, little girl, like, no, she's confused. Like you might want to get her eyes checked because I'm pretty sure that, you know, she has a vision problem because I definitely don't know Jesus. Right. And then as soon as he says it that third time, a rooster crows. Okay. And immediately it's like in the movies where they're like playing back, like, right. And Peter's like, OMG, right. He remembers that not only did Jesus tell him that he would deny him three times, that he would do it three times. And then he would do it three times before the rooster crows. So between now and the moment that the rooster crows, you will deny me three times, right? And Peter immediately knows that he has messed up and he is heartbroken, devastated. It says that he goes and he weeps. There's actually a story that says that Jesus, that Peter cried so much. So Peter ends up becoming um, a flashback. Yes. That was me doing a flashback, Lindsay. <laughs> I just need to keep you around, Lindsay, so that you can help me like with the words that I can't come up with because... I uh, literally am paying my bills or trying to pay my bills via using words. And I can't like think of them half of the time. Um, so yeah, I need to keep you around. Thank you. I appreciate you. Flashback. Yes, he has a flashback to Jesus telling him, you will deny me three times between this moment and when the rooster crows. And Peter is immediately like, oh, crap. This is bad news bears. Okay. Oh, there's a story that I read that says that like a historian said that Peter cried so much after doing that, that when he died, he had like lines in his face where the tears had like furrowed down like little rivers. Isn't that crazy? Like little wrinkles where the, the tears had, you know, broken down his, his face from crying so much. Anyways, I don't know if that's true, but that's a, an amazing image, right? Like he was so heartbreaking. Peter, Peter ends up going on to continuing to be kind of one of the great leaders, right, of Christianity, one of the great leaders of the church, um, of Jesus's church. So anyways, he feels terribly. He makes it his life mission to make it right. And like I said, he does. He goes on to be, you know, one of the great leaders of, of Jesus's church. He was put in a shit situation and made a shit decision. Okay. So had he said when any of those three people in the crowd had been like, bro, bro, look, that's Peter. Had he been like, yep, that's me. Like his fear, right? A legitimate fear was that they would have thrown him in prison or that they would have killed him too, right? That was a legitimate fear. So he was put in a shit situation. He made a shit decision. Okay. So here's what I imagine a friend like Peter would be like today. Okay. So a friend like Peter, is that messing up? Okay, let's say that you're friends with Peter and he does a real jerky thing one day, okay? He does something that is so annoying and so bad and so irritating that you're like, oh my God, this Peter guy, I can't stand you anymore. We can we can no longer be friends, Peter. Like I'm done with you, right? Immediately Peter realizes like, oh shit, I messed up. You know, it's kind of funny. The Bible Peter um, messed up a lot. Like he was like the clumsy friend. He was always doing like really dumb stuff. Um, and every single time he would apologize and repent and like be like, oh my God, that was a bad decision. I messed that up. Okay. That's how Peter in 2020 would be as well. He would immediately realize like, oh my God, I hurt her feelings. I am so sorry. Right. And then he would do the work to make it better. These are the kinds of friends that have bad days. And remember we talked about forgiveness, right? We talked about the fact that we have, we have to forgive people. There's no reason to hold grudges. You have to forgive people, forgive the guy. He said, he's sorry. Remember, it's not about how often you fall down. It's about what you do after you fall down. Okay. Peter was always doing the right thing after he fell. He fell quite often. And in this situation, right, he made a really bad choice. Um, Jesus knew it was coming, right? He did it. And then Jesus died on the cross to forgive all of us of our, of our sins, right? So Peter is no exception to this. Peter was remorseful and Peter was repentant, 
right? And Peter literally grieved the betrayal of one of his very best friends. Okay. So the Peters in your life will mess up. We're all going to do, like I said, we use nobody's perfect as like a, a whole excuse all all of the time. Let me mark this really fast so that I remember where I'm at. Um, all of the time. And I'm not saying that we should allow people to continuously mess up and continuously say, I'm sorry, but you'll know, right? Look in your heart for the forgiveness. And as you're doing that, really pay attention to where is this pain coming from, right? Where is this mess up coming from? Were they put in a bad situation and they made a bad choice? Because if so, like, let them off the hook. It's fine. It's going to happen. People are going to do dumb stuff, right? People have bad days, right? Somebody stands you up for, you know, a baseball game that you, that they said they were going to go to. I mean, probably they uh, got the address wrong because you told them it was going to be in one place and they went to another. There are two sides to every single story. Okay. So keep that in mind and keep in mind that maybe in the situation with Peter, maybe he's not the only one who did something, right? Maybe your friend Peter in 2020, maybe this is a two-way street, right? And he he had a bad day. You had a bad day. It was a misunderstanding. There are two sides, like I said, two sides, three sides to every story, your side, my side, and the true side, okay? So keep that in mind, right? Forgive Peter. It's fine. He feels terribly. The man is literally going to cry so, so, so much between now and the time that he dies that he ends up wrinkling his face with tear lines, not laugh lines like I have from laughing and smiling so much. Literal tear lines are going to stream down his face from being so apologetic and so sorry. Okay. Literally remorseful, not full of regret, which we're going to talk about, but remorseful and apologetic. When people say, I'm sorry to you, you should take that to mean something. Okay. It's not, um, my husband has said in the past, right, like a long time ago, whenever we very first dated, started dating, and I don't even know why I still remember this, but he would say like, you know, saying I'm sorry doesn't mean anything. It's the action after you say I'm sorry. And I believe that I do. And I believe that Peter definitely, right, your Peter in 2020 will put in the work to show that he is sorry. But I also think that it starts with saying the words, I am sorry, okay? He says, I am so sorry. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. He's down on his knees weeping. And then he immediately picks himself up and starts doing the work to seek out the forgiveness, right? Because he is sorry. He had a bad day. Peter had a really bad day. Okay. So now let's talk about Judas. All right. So Judas sought out an opportunity. Most likely it was for greed. But if you guys don't know the story of Judas, Judas goes in front of like the Roman soldiers or whatever. And he says like, Hey guys, I know where Jesus is going to be at such and such time. And I will kiss him on the cheek to let you know that it's Jesus whenever he comes into like this place or whatever. Okay, cool. You guys pay me and I'll do that for you. Okay. That's a bad heart. Like, is it not super clear the difference here, right? So keep in mind that both of these people have been like kicking it with Jesus for this whole time that he's been on earth, right? Like he picked these, handpicked these people to be his besties, his bays, his booze. And Peter is going to have a bad day. He's going to be put in a shit situation to make a shit decision. And Judas is going to go to the people that are against Jesus and say, hey, man, if you pay me enough, I will betray Jesus. He makes a conscious decision, right, to do the bad thing. Okay, that's a bad heart. All right. So this is, you know, it's a heated moment where it's it. Uh, it's not, you know, a heated moment where he has to, like, show signs of self-preservation. It's like I just would like a quick buck. And so I'm going to go betray my friend for the right price. Right. So, like I said, if you guys don't know the story, he goes in front of the Romans and he says, pay me. And then he does it. And then Jesus is walking up with some of the people. And Judas turns to him and he kisses him on the cheek. And Jesus right away immediately knows what the kiss on the cheek means. He knows that he has betrayed him, which Jesus knew all this stuff was going to happen before it even happened. He even said at the Last Supper when they're all sitting around together, he says, one of you sitting here with me today will betray me. 
And each one of them was like, me, Lord, me, Lord, me, Lord, not me, Lord. Surely is it me, Lord? And Judah said to him, is it me, Rabbi? So basically everybody else is like master servant, Lord Jesus Christ, right? Is it me? And Judah says like, is it um, teacher, right? He doesn't even, he won't even call him Lord, right? Or savior or Jesus or Messiah or Christ, right? He just says like, is it me, Rabbi? Like, is it me, teacher? Like he even like kind of demeans the, uh, the relationship in, in the Lord's Supper before any of this happened. So Jesus knew, right, that he was going to do this. And then as soon as he does it, Jesus is like, yep, here we go, right? Here we go. Now, Judas feels badly, right? Um, or he and Judas ends up committing suicide. The story that I've read, right, the way that I have interpreted or been taught um I think like the way that I understand it and it's been, I'll be honest with you a little bit since I've read the story, I need to go back and read it um, is that he hangs himself because he is full of regret, right? Which, uh, well, first let me say this, right? So a Judas in 2020 in the situation where they have betrayed you, kissed you on the cheek and have betrayed you, right? Because they have a bad heart. A Judas in 2020 is going to be upset that they messed up because they're going to be bothered by the damage that it's done to their image or their ego, right? So when you get in a fight with somebody, instead of like Peter, who's like, oh my God, I hurt my friends. Like, I cannot believe that I hurt my friend. I feel terribly. I need to apologize a thousand times over and make it better. I am so sorry, right? I feel bad because I hurt you. That's Peter. Judas is going to be like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe I did that because now I got to go out here and fix my image. Everybody's saying all this stuff about me. Like they're going to immediately go into damage control because their ego is hurt, not because they've hurt their friend. Does that make sense? So that is a clear distinction, right? Between a bad day, heat of the moment, made a bad decision consciously on purpose with intention betraying somebody those are two very clear distinctions right the second distinction being oh my gosh i hurt my friend and oh my gosh my ego is going to be damaged i'm going to have to fix what everybody's saying about me how annoying is that right those another clear distinctions right okay it'll be all about them all about judas and not about how they left you feeling okay so for peter right he's like i said he knew that he had screwed up, right? And he knew that he had hurt Jesus. And for him, that was where the pain was. Not that he was going to have to, you know, somehow it's all about them and not the person they hurt. That's exactly right. Not that he was going to have to, you know, heal his his reputation. Because to be honest with you, from everything that I've read, Peter was kind of a hot mess express. So people expected for him to do dumb things. <laughs> so he probably was just like, oh, I cannot believe I messed up again. I am so sorry. And then right now I got to go fix it. Okay. So again, that word regret, Judas regretted what he did. In fact, he regretted it so much that he ended up committing suicide. Okay. So I, um, I don't want to make like too many assumptions about what's going on here, but I do want to talk about in Judas 2020 versus Peter 2020, the word regret as opposed to remorse, which Peter felt remorse and Judas felt regret. Okay. So regret will eat away at you. It will make you um, old way before your time. Okay. If you just sit there in your regret, wishing that you had done something differently, it will eventually kill you. And I've said this before, and I think I got this from Gary Vaynerchuk, but if you want to see true sorrow and feel absolute heartbreak, go to a nursing home and start talking to people in the nursing home, right? About what they regret. They will tell you stories of when they were 20 or 30 or 40 or 50 or 60 or 70 and the things that they wish that they had done. And now all that they can do is sit in it and regret the fact that they didn't. Okay. So that's regret. And that's what Judas lived with. He didn't live with remorse and then asking for forgiveness and then, you know, seeking out ways to make things better. He sat in his regret. Okay. And then ended up committing suicide. So 
we've all heard it, right? We've all heard the terrible apologies. And I actually wrote down a couple. So let me find it in my notes so that I can read it to you. Um, ba -ba 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 -ba. Okay, so we've heard an apology that goes something like this, right? I regret what happened. When politicians end up in scandals, right? When that one politician ended up having like penis pictures exposed um, or when, you know, Hillary is on stage because her emails were deleted, which I honestly, I delete emails all day. So I don't even know what was going on there. I don't really understand that whole scandal. Um, or when, you know, whoever is putting out an apology, some celebrity because they did some dumb thing, they will say something like, I regret what happened. I regret that people were hurt. I regret that I made you feel that way. I regret blah, blah, blah. Or I regret that you feel that way. I regret that, you know, we're in this situation. That is not an apology. It's not an apology. And it's not taking ownership of your actions ever. Being regretful, full of regret and remorseful, full of remorse are not the same things. I regret what happened. It's not the same as I am sorry for what I did. Okay. Like, believe it or not, people think that they have like these masters beach writers and they're writing dumb shit like I regret what happened like just say nothing because at this point like you're Judas sure go regret what happened but go somewhere else with your regret because Ashley in 2020 has no time for a Judas apology where Judas in 2020 regrets what happened like I don't take your regret somewhere else <laughs> like if you're going to apologize say you're sorry say I'm sorry I'm sorry. And then take ownership of what it is that you did. Okay. So these are the kinds of things, right? Regret, regret is self-focused to be truly sorry, or we're using the word remorseful. That's focused. Like Lindsay said on the person that you hurt. Okay. Regret is I wish that I had done blah, blah, blah for me. I regret that it went down this way. I'm remorseful. I'm sorry. I apologize that I made you feel a certain way right? That's remorse. That's an apology. That's the difference between Judas and Peter, right? Do you guys understand that? So Peter was put in a shit situation and made a shit decision. Judas sought out an opportunity to screw over hit one of his best friends. Okay. Clear distinction. Can you guys see how that relates to 2020? Okay. I'm put in a bad situation. I make a bad decision. I can forgive you for that. That sucks. We've all been there. I intentionally sought out an opportunity to hurt you. That is Judas. That is crap. That is shit. That is garbage. You don't need that in your life. Okay. Do we, we, we're, we're following. You guys are following, right? Okay. I am immediately remorseful. I feel terrible. I'm Peter, right? I immediately apologize. And I'm trying to figure out what I can do to make the situation better. As soon as I realize that I have hurt you. Okay. I'm Peter. I'm Judas. I regret that it went down like that because now my image is really screwed up and now I have to do damage control. I regret that we are in this situation. Okay. Remorse versus regret. Peter versus Judas. Okay. You guys seeing the differences here? Okay. Um, one, like Lindsay said, right, is very self-centered and damage control focused. And what can I do to make myself look better in this bad situation? Another is focused on the person that they hurt, right? They realize that they've messed up. Okay. Typically, like I said, it's in, a, in a, a moment's notice and they just made a bad call, right? They forgot something. They forgot somebody's birthday. They very unintentionally did something bad. A Judas will go out of their way to hurt you, okay? It's your responsibility to know the difference between the two, okay? People will show up in your lives and every single time they will show you exactly who they are going to be. I never thought about it that deeply until you put it like that. Um, that's, that's why I'm here, Lindsay. <laughs> um, and to be honest with you guys, I wish I could show you my notes because they're very much chicken scratch. I really truly believe that once I start going and start talking to you, somebody starts talking through me. And I know that that seems so weird. Um, but 
whatever I'm whatever I'm just gonna say all the words because I like them yeah regret for yeah I regret versus I'm sorry it's yes facts 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 okay so pay attention to the folks in your life people will let you down they're going to like I said we're all people it'll happen right so keep your peters around they're gonna have a bad day it's gonna happen get rid of your judases they have bad hearts you cannot fix a judas here's another thing right we all think that we can fix people <laughs> you can't you can't fix people because you want to fix them now you can fix quote unquote I'm doing finger quotes quote unquote, fix people. If you spend enough time on a relationship with them while protecting your mindset and guarding your heart, right? But really pouring into people because you truly just care about them, you will absolutely see God do a work in people around you, right? We're not supposed to just be hanging out with the saints. We're supposed to hang out with the sinners. We're supposed to love the sinners. So I'm not saying, right? Um, excuse me, put yourself above all of the Judases in your life. I'm just saying, right? Be mindful of them. Okay. Pray for them. Be there for them. Support them from a distance. Protect your mindset. Protect your heart. Okay. Um, and show them, right? The example of Jesus in your life, because the more that they see that, the more that they realize like, oh shit, like that goodness in her. I really like that goodness in her. And they will start to wonder like, how do I get that goodness in me too? Because the light will always win, right? Darkness will, will never, ever, 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 ever be the conqueror. It's just not how this is supposed to work. Like welcome to the universe that we all live in together. The light will always win. Okay. So the, the Peters and the me's and the you's will always win over the Judases. We just have to love the Judas out of the people around us right? Again, you're not going to fix them. Don't be a fixer, but you can love people exactly where they're at. Okay. And like I said, you can show them Jesus in your life just by the way you're living. You don't have to hang out with them to have coffee for them to see Jesus in your life, right? You can just be an example of it. And people will start to be like, she's different. Like, what is it about her? Okay. So when people show you who they are, trust them. Okay. People will always show you who they are. And most of the time, a lot of the times people show us who they are the first time. And we're like, Oh, mm, I must have like not seen that. Hi, Scott Cover. I must have, you know, I, I must have misunderstood, right? And that's not who they are. And then they'll show us again who they are. And we're like, Oh, my God, they just completely destroyed me. I cannot believe that happened. And everybody around you is like, sister, like, what do you mean? You can't believe that happened? Like, they already showed you one time that they were Judas. They already kissed you on the cheek one time and betrayed you in front of a crowd. Like, people will always show you who they are. And it's our responsibility to believe them when they show us, okay? Discern the difference between your Judases in your life and your Peters in your life. Your Judases have a bad heart, okay? Pray for them. Pray for them. Love them. Your Peters had a bad day. Pray for them, forgive them, love them, okay? That's all I have to say tonight. I hope you guys got something out of this. This was a super fun one for me. And to be completely honest with you, I had no idea what I was going to talk about tonight as of like 15 minutes ago. Um, and this one really just, I heard like a whole, I saw this little quote and then I heard a, I really regret that that happened. And I was like, oh my gosh, we need to talk. So anyways, I love you guys so, so much. If you got value from this, please do share it on Facebook. It's the little guy at the bottom with the arrow coming off. It doesn't cost you anything. It is free 99 and it makes you more attractive. If you're on the podcast at the point that you got the most value, if you want to scream screenshot it and then um send it out to your instagram stories you can tag me at going gilland i would absolutely appreciate that i love you all so so much i appreciate you more than you will probably ever 
ever know. Um, and for those of you watching the replay, please do drop a hashtag replay in the comments below so that I know that you are here. Um, I love to jump back on, you know, a couple of days from now and see that, you know, 600, 700 people watch this. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's crazy to me. It's absolutely insane. You know, the impact that you can make on people if you just continue to keep using your voice. I love you too, Lindsay. Um, again, thank you guys so much for hanging out and uh, we'll be in touch. Please remember to be nice to each other. It's really the most important thing that we can do. Cool. Peace.